Becoming a bat mitzvah is very important to me because it means that I will soon be considered an adult in the Jewish community, my community, my community, my community, my community, my community. Your bat mitzvah colors made me throw up. All right, I'm here with Grandma Susie. Hello. I'm so lucky to have you. Thank you for joining me. Are you excited? Yes, if you buy me dinner. Obviously, I'm buying you dinner, Grandma. Thank you. <laughs> Otherwise, I would not spend my time with you. I'm such a busy woman. Obviously. I have a lot of television programs to see. What else do you have to do? Netflix. Okay. Tasting my wine. I Looking for a boyfriend online. Okay, I'm okay. Very I'm very busy. Um, so my first question is, did you or anyone have a bat mitzvah back in the day? No. I heard about it. Mm -hmm. I was born, you have to, so it would have been like 1956 when I was 12. No one I knew had a bat mitzvah. But I heard there was such a thing, but I knew it came from conservative or reformed mm -hmm. Jews. But Orthodox Jews do not have. If anything, somebody would have like some place to go for lunch or once like I think there thing. was something someone had. I think it was, or maybe it was something else, but that's the most. It was unheard of, unheard of. Did your brother have a bar mitzvah? Of course. Was well, it nice? Every Jew has a bar mitzvah, practically, but we have, we were Orthodox. He had a very nice bar mitzvah, appropriate. You know, not with the cha-cha-cha or any of that band, just synagogue and a, a lunch afterwards. It was yeah. low-keyed. And when was the first time you went to a bar mitzvah? A bar mitzvah? A bar mitzvah. I think, I don't remember how many years ago, in our Orthodox synagogue, it was decided that girls could have a bar mitzvah. Oh, it was like an official? Yes. That's so interesting. Your grandfather, Sandy, your grandfather was involved in, he didn't want it to become gaudy, competitive, how much you spend. So he they, said that? Yes. So it was going to be a uniform bat mitzvah. It would be on Saturday afternoon between Minchermar or the two prayers. It, because they always have a, a, a snack in between and then you do the next prayer, the evening prayer. And that's when it will be. And everybody, no invitations that you mail out. Menus would be very simple, no, not very, and then the girl would give her speech about what mm -hmm. it means to her to be Jewish or to be a bat mitzvah girl. And before you know it, somebody whose father was very active in the synagogue started to send out invitations, fancy food, and little by little, it was not what your, That's your, crazy. Not what your grandfather wished for. Why yeah. was he involved in this? Because he was the president of the shul. Okay, fine. Did yep. you wish you had a bar mitzvah? No way. Now oh. looking back, do you wish? No Why? way. Why? My poor little To celebrate your womanhood. You're a Jewish woman. I don't, I don't need that. I celebrate every day. I don't you need never that. had an event just for you. I yes. had one, a surprise party. I hated every moment. Really? When? You really want to know? Yeah, I don't, I'll cut it out if it's bad. <laughs> it was bad. I don't have. I don't need to be reminded 
my Judaism, who I am, my womanhood. It's it's in my it's it's in my pores. It's in my. You pores. are a very Jewish person. Thank you. I, I often think that how I'm thankful to God that I am Jewish. And I also think, interesting, I still think, I'm still thankful to my parents and my father who worked so hard, who sent all of five children to private Jewish school from kindergarten through high school. You think that impacted? Yes. It was, yes. Maybe camp also? Yes, we went to a special camp where we were told every day we weren't there to have fun. We were there for culture. <laughs> I, learned, <laughs> I learned so. I ended up. I loved it. I feel very blessed. I had that education. Also, you 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 come from a different generation of parents. I come from immigrant parents who had no education at all, mm-hmm. and and uh, and and so we needed all this extra extra in our lives because our parents did and you come from parents and aunts and uncles and relatives who came from rich huh was your dad learned no he he couldn't learn he could of course not because that's he so came, interesting he could he, he had to work because he, he lived in poverty was your grandma learned so this was really your generation your first encounter they, no, no, they were not at all huh they were innately smart, obviously. So we came from a wasteland, <laughs> and we went into this rich country of this wonderful education we were offered and given with parents who knew how to help us, how to guide us, how mm-hmm. to create a home like that. Whoa. It's a very different generation. What was it like? Don't ask me about sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like being a Jewish teenager did you have any like religious restrictions? What was your social life like? I never. I, I lived in an Orthodox neighborhood. My friends were all Orthodox. There were some girls I knew from school that weren't, but well, we could still be friends. But I lived. I lived in a certain type of ghetto. Did you have to wear certain things? No. But Eat certain things. Kosher. We we all ate kosher. Mm-hmm. We didn't know otherwise, and um, and your friends who you went to, you knew they were kosher. Very boring. <laughs> we were very boring. I have no complaints. Was there any influence from the secular outside world? No, I didn't know there was one. Really? When I went to Brooklyn College, it was the first time I was like with real people, and I and one day in a class. A girl next to me says to me, do you have something wrong with your legs? I said, no, why do you ask? Because you wear a skirt. I realized it was already hot. They were all wearing Bermudas. But I went to a Jewish school where you didn't go to school. You wore dresses, skirts. And so I wasn't... A, 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 so that day I ran up with Bermudas. That's so <laughs> interesting. But I, that was the first time. But... And even in school, we all stuck together, the Orthodox. Mm-hmm. We had a kosher little, I don't know, coffee shop. And I hung out all day looking for boys. And I ate a lot and gained a lot of weight from the tuna fish sandwiches. Are they good? Oh, I just looking for boys. So I still li- lived a limited 
ghetto type of life. Mm. Then, I got then I got married, and I continued in my ghetto life. But your grandfather was involved with so many things, so many projects, so many, that that's where our life ex expanded to the real world, to meet all kinds and be mm. in contact and entertain all people from all over. What did you realize in leaving the bubble? It's good to know you can go back to the bubble. Do you like the bubble? I kind of do. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I love it. And I find it nurturing. I find it's caring. Not judgmental? I find it a bit judgmental. I don't pay attention. I don't. Okay. I'm the only one who's allowed to judge. <laughs> I don't care about their judges. I don't care. And also... I live in New York City. Nobody knows what you're doing. Yeah. That's the advantage. You're not in anyone's Yeah, but pot. you grew up on the Upper East Side. Nobody knows any. If you keep your life secretive or you keep your... Nobody knows. You didn't feel any, like, pressure, like, financial pressure, like, pressure to, like... Well, I go the other way, meaning I'm, I'm a snob about not being rich. I love that. <laughs> How did you, maintain, like, stay... Connected to Judaism throughout your life? I don't know any other life. I I don't seek any other life. You could still go to the opera, you still go do everything anyone else does. Yeah. But it's it's in my pores. It's in my pores being Jewish. It's the best part of me. You don't feel any guilt? About not following every rule? Mm, and some of the things that the Torah preaches I, I, that are like not I understand. Nice. I, right. That's true. Without going into all those subjects, uh, I think it's, I, I notice the kind of world, the orthodox world I live in, people are becoming more understanding of different kinds of people and accepting. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand the wise things in the Torah are written about, let's say, homosexuality. That's what I was thinking Yes, about. I'm yeah. trying to be gentle. Uh, yep. I have no judgment of it. I, I'm the, people should be happy, should be, and if they are, then God made them. Yeah. They were born that way. Yeah. They were born that way. Go talk to God. But it doesn't make you resent Judaism? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. I also think, and even your grandfather taught me this, Judaism is not black and white. It's gray. And that's the best that's the best way to handle a lot is that there's a lot of gray. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not exactly the way it's written, but let's come into the north, the middle gray. Well, okay, you brought up Jewish guilt, like feeling guilty that you don't do things. Do you have any of that or no? It's different. If I do things that I know I should not be doing, yeah, I'm, I get not guilt, but I and I always say to myself I, that I wish I was capable of following the, the letter to the law. Well, being I I see it, I don't feel guilty and suffer. I just think to myself, I wish I was capable of being really following, like crossing, dotting my eye, crossing my teeth. But 
I don't bother. It's a very healthy way to. Put I don't it. bother with the guilt. I this is who I am. I'm I'm a weak person. I try my best. That's what I do. I'm like, fuck. I'm it. a weak person. What can I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be better, but you know I'm 78 years old. Mm -hmm. So I did the best I could. 78. Yes. Wow. I mean, on 120. Um, my last question. The other question was if you had about. Uh, actually, let's do this one. If you had a bat mitzvah now, I know you don't want one, but I'm making you have one. What would it look like? I would like it to be in my own home. Mm -hmm. I would like it to be with my family, friends who I really love, and that I could speak about how it feels and how much I love Judaism. I'm going to cry, girl. I would also get nice makeup and a nice dress. Yes, and your hair blown. My hair blown. and maybe What type of food? food? What type of wine? Oh, least expensive wine there is. No, mm -hmm. <laughs> champagne and caviar hors d'oeuvres and uh, smoked salmon. Mmm. French fries. This is so nice. French fries. Pastries. You like pastries. Oh, pastries. No, no. Something cute. Little fabulous cupcakes from... Oh, what's that cupcake store? Baked by Melissa? Melissa cupcakes, I yeah. want. My last question is, how do you think Judaism has shaped your how you feel as a woman? I know people today would be very upset women when I'm going to say. Being a, a Jewish woman, bringing up Jewish children, creating this Jewish home with it has been so fulfilling. All that everything as a Jewish woman spoke at creating the home with that was the most fulfilling thing in my whole life. Was it hard to do it? To it wasn't hard because I love. It's not hard to do if you love if you love what it really means. What do you think it really it means? It means I get something I'm giving to, to for my children and their children, but something I'm setting up for many more generations. And the advantage I have over my parents and grandparents growing up in shtetls in Poland, having nothing, and surviving, pushing forward, and it's not going to stop with me. And it, I hope it doesn't stop with my grandchildren, but no matter what happens that way, I, I, I love and accept my grandchildren, and there is an expression. It ain't over to the fat lady comes out and sings. A lot of people later on, when they have the background, they have the joy of their home and the joy of their Jewish life, and they have their own children. They all want their children to have that too. And Whoa. they come back and they sink. I feel like we should end on that. Yes. Amen. Thank you. You're an intense I, woman. <laughs> I enjoy this, and I, I, I really am. You know I'm going to listen to this when you die in 30 years Falling. You could do this at the funeral. Yeah, I could. Instead of do you want this? Yeah, yes. Why not? Okay. But when you go to the grave, I'd like it to be in some machine okay. that, I, that people push a button and I talk. That's creepy. Just my think about it. My queen. My queen. Your bat mitzvah colors made me throw up.